0: and welcome to Punch a Hole in the Wind, a look at some of the great thoroughbred racehorses who have graced our racetracks all around the world over the last century or so. I'm Ollie Hine, and it's great of you to join me on this exciting trip down memory lane. My aim is to both remind you of some of your heroes from years gone by, but also to introduce you to some others whom you may not be so familiar with. This time, We'll be looking at a racehorse whose exploits ensured that his passionate nation could finally sit with confidence at the international racing top table. That country is Japan, and the horse was deep impact. Japan adores its horse racing, but like Hong Kong, it is undoubtedly playing catch-up. Only with the trillions of yen poured into bloodstock since the 1980s have top-class stallions started plying their trade there in numbers to produce the next generation of local and potentially international stars. Which is all to say that one doesn't need to go that far back to find the truly great Japanese horses that could have gone hoof-to-hoof with the best anywhere. Deep Impact, a 2002 son of late 80s US champion Sunday Silence, was unquestionably the horse that Japanese racing had been waiting for. He was out of wind in her hair, a granddaughter to Queen Elizabeth II's dual classic winner High Clear, and a great-granddaughter of Northern Dancer on her other side. With Sunday Silence, the champion sire in Japan, 12 times, Deep Impact certainly had a regal head start with his breeding. An impressive Dark Bay colt with a hint of a white star on his forehead, he was consequently purchased for 70 million yen, 750,000 US dollars at the time, by businessman Makoto Keneko, and sent into training with Yasuo Ike. At age 2, he made his debut at Hanshin Racecourse on the outskirts of Osaka a winning one, showing little sign of greenness. But it was all prep for his tilt at the classics the following year. Ike already had his eyes on the Japanese Triple Crown, only won five times previously. It started with the Ten Furlong Satsuki Shō at Nakayama. With Japanese legend Yutaka Take on board, as he would be throughout Jeep Impact's career, he won in a blistering 1 minute 59.2 seconds, displaying what would become his trademark of being dropped in near last, coming very wide around the home bend, and then quickening effortlessly. What may have helped with his speed was that there wasn't a great deal of him in the first place. When racing, he never weighed more than 452 kilograms distinctly on the slight side, and well over a hundred kilograms less than bulky mares, like black caviar or zenyatta. He didn't shirk from his feed either, with handlers calling him surprisingly gluttonous. He just seemed to possess a magic metabolism. Ikir's Farrier also pointed out that, perhaps because of his light frame, he wore out his horseshoes much slower than other stablemates. The Tokyo Yushun, Japanese derby, came next, and the same pattern was followed, this time with deep impact having to run eight horses wide on the bend, before thundering down the centre of the wide track in splendid isolation, winning by four lengths being eased down, yet still posting a remarkable 2 minutes 23.3 seconds for the 12 furlongs. A love affair between horse and public had properly begun. To complete the Triple Crown, he then needed to tap into unknown stamina reserves for the Kyukuka Show. St. Ledger at Kyoto. It unfurled in identical fashion, with a devastating burst in the home straight from far back to win going away by two lengths over Admire Japan. He had conquered. Yet, at the height of his powers, he tripped up at his next outing, for the only time in his domestic career. Needing to prove himself against the older horses, in December he went to Nakayama to contest the Kinen one of Japan's premier all-aged races over an extended 12 furlongs. Taki adopted his usual fallback tactics, but the pace wasn't strong, and he was simply outfoxed by Christophe Lemaire on the very decent Heart's Cry, who had run much closer to the pace. By getting first run for his sprint in the straight, Lemaire gained enough distance that even deep impact couldn't make it up, going down by half a length. Disheartened, but not crestfallen, Connections plotted ambitiously for his four-year-old campaign. After an easy warm-up in the Grade 2 Hanshin Daishoten, he was prepared for another marathon. This time the spring edition of the Tenno Sho, the Emperor's Prize, over a full 2 miles or 16 furlongs at Kyoto. He showed he still had it in him by sailing away and setting a staggering new world record of 3 minutes 13.4 seconds. And the public couldn't get enough of him. To display his versatility, he then dropped right back to eleven furlongs to take in the other top all-age race in Japan, the Takarazuka Kinen. Run that year at Kyoto, he won in a canter. With Take describing being on board him being more like flying than riding. But the true prize lay abroad. Japan's love affair with the Prix L'Arc de Triomphe borders on obsession. Europe's premier middle-distance race always run on the first Sunday in October at Longchamp, it is the prize that the Japanese crave to win more than any other, as it will symbolise their unequivocal arrival on the international racing scene. In 1999, they had come agonisingly close, when only the mighty Morgeux prevented El Condor Passa from creating history. But this time, they felt it was their turn. Arc fever gripped the nation, Something approaching 9,000 Japanese racing fans, nicknamed the idolatrous thousands and many of them teenagers who had saved up for the trip rather than dip into the bank of mum and dad, cheerfully descended onto Paris. Meanwhile, 21.6 million Japanese, fully 16% of the population, was to watch it live on TV. The fans put not just their hearts but their pockets into deep impact ploughing over 1.5 million euros into the Paris Mutuel on the big day, meaning Deep Impact would go off one of the shortest-priced favourites in the history of the race. Indeed, at one stage in the run-up, he had been as ludicrously short as 10-1 to 1 on, with the second favourite at 23-1. What made it all the more bizarre was that most of the Japanese punters freely admitted that they had no intention to cash in their winnings if their Wonder Horse won, they just wanted a memento of their trip. It was a muddling pace throughout, but it looked halfway down the straight that Deep Impact, run more handily than usual, would make it. However, within the last furlong, he was passed by both Rail Link and Pride, coming a very close third. But drama followed a fortnight later. Deep Impact had had a respiratory illness, which may have affected his performance at Longchamp. But as a consequence, he had been administered iprotropium via an inhaler. Misunderstandings about how long it would remain in his bloodstream meant it was still there when he ran. Although legal in Japan, it contravened French rules, and so he was sensationally disqualified. Frustrated, but still with something to prove, Ike sent his horse back to Japan, where he first won the Arima Kinen at the second time of asking before rounding off his career in style against all-comers at the Japan Cup. He was still mighty. Retiring to Shaddai Stud Station in Hokkaido under a whopping $43 million syndication didn't mean that Deep Impact's superstar status ended. Far from it. He had his own uniformed security guard, and each summer up to 400 adoring fans would visit him daily. It didn't seem to have put him off his day job, though. Although quite small-framed, his handlers were always impressed at how he was super relaxed when walking into the breeding shed, and then could turn on the goods in the blink of an eye. Indeed, often they were only too happy to offer intimate detail of his technique, hip flexibility and durability. By any calculation, Deep Impact was hugely successful, becoming champion sire seven years in a row from 2012 and siring 45 Group 1 winners. But also, crucially, he sired classic winners abroad, including Study of Man, who won the Prix du Jockey Club, Snowfall, the Epsom Oaks, and Saxon Warrior, the English 2000 Guineas. But Japan woke up to tragic news on the 30th of July 2019. Having initially undergone successful neck surgery, the following morning, Deep Impact couldn't stand, and x rays revealed a cervical fracture that stood no chance of healing the nation's equine hero had been euthanized, aged 17. The Japanese Racing Authority immediately dubbed two upcoming meetings as Deep Impact Memorial Days, and condolence books and flower stands were set up spontaneously at racecourses and even racing museums. It is hard to think of an equine hero in the West ever transcending their sport so much as to be this level of a social phenomenon. But watching his amazing races again it somehow becomes less surprising. He was that good. And the public were only too happy to display the true depth of their love and respect for their world-class hero, who did more than any horse in cementing Japan's place at the international flat racing top table. To find out more about Deep Impact and other greats from the past, check out my book, Punch a Hole in the Wind, out now and available online and in bookshops. Next time we'll go to a different part of the world and explore the exploits of another great horse from another era who could punch a hole in the wind. But until then, this is Ollie Hine signing off and saying thank you for listening.